Hello, my beautiful friends. I am so excited to introduce my first guest, which is my good friend Kylie Wyrick. Her and I went to college together, but we ended up connecting way more after graduating um, over our very mutual and passionate love for health and wellness and spirituality. And now we FaceTime all the time and keep in touch. And now she's a very important person in my life. And so I'm excited for you to hear all of the wisdom that flows through her radiant being. I love her so much. And actually, after I enrolled in the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, I ended up telling her that it was basically the perfect thing for her. So she ended up enrolling as well. So we are now both able to advocate for this amazing holistic nutrition program. And now she's killing it, starting her own business. She has yoga offerings one-on-one mentorships so i'm going to link her information in the show notes so you can check her out and i wanted to add one more thing before we begin i highly recommend iin to anyone in the pursuit of improving their relationship with themselves others relationship with food mind body spirit or just want more balance in their lives it is the most amazing program it's opened my eyes to the nutrition world but also how important it is to keep balance between all aspects of your life so message me if you want details because I'm actually an ambassador for the program and can give you sample classes and any information that you need if you're interested so let me know but let's get into it hi Kylie Hello. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> me too. Thank you for having me on. Welcome. I love how we were literally just giggling about starting this. It's my very first time interviewing someone, so I'm so excited it's you. I know. It's so exciting, and I feel like we've been talking about it for so long, and now we're finally making it happen. I know. Um, I feel like I just wanted to say first how incredibly blessed I am to have you in my life as a friend because I feel like you meet the right people at the right time and although we did kind of know about each other in college like we our friendship blossomed through social media and that's the beauty of connecting over social media with people it's like you don't realize like the connections that you can make and I just feel like I don't know if we'll go into this as the episode goes on but if we would have met each other like and became as close as we or like we wouldn't have been as close as we were as we are now like in college because like we relate to like things on a different level now and totally it's just a beautiful friendship but I'm so grateful for you Oh, I appreciate you so much. Yeah, I think that you're right in that just like we were aware of each other in college, but we wouldn't have had the same relationship or been able to relate on the same level about the things that we do. And it's just like, (laughs) that's like one blessing of social media that I can say is that when I use it correctly, it brings me the most beautiful people. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you for existing. I love you so much. Mwah. Mwah. Um, (laughs) Something I, I wanted to like touch on before this 
before we kind of like get into things is like we were just talking about how we have like such a flowy friendship that whenever we FaceTime and whenever we're just talking casually like we always wish that we had our conversations recorded because it's just so juicy and wholesome and I love it um but something that we talked about a while ago is like how for when I first met you or when I first um knew who you were in college I like I just admired you so much and I thought you were like the most like adorable human being that's ever like and then I like you got into yoga and I always was just like wow she is just like my little idol from afar and I didn't know you very well but um as we as our friendship has blossomed it's like we you kind of felt the same thing about me and we had no idea like what we were going through through those times and like how honestly it's like you look back at it now and it's like I looked up to you and I still do obviously but it's like we didn't realize like how far from our authentic selves we both were in that time like during college and and now we we've come together and we are friendship is actually like a thing and I'm not just like looking at you through Instagram and (laughs) we've both grown so much and I've I just like I've gotten to know like the journey you've gone on through college and up until now and it's like I have so much respect for you and now that I just know kind of like the depth of the depth that you carry and it's you're just a beautiful human but college man that's right (laughs) that is right it was definitely a journey I feel for the both of us and it it plays a really big part in like you said just through our friendship we've come to realize that in college we had these ideals of each other that are really just kind of stories and projections of our own insecurities because neither of us were in our authentic self and it's just so like amazing to see how we've come full circle into finding our true like highest selves and that's what's brought us together you know it's like we both had to do the work to get here (laughs) right um something that I feel like resonates with that and it's like a very big theme for my life right now is that your mess is your message Ooh, I love that. Uh, like the things that you go through, like especially our conversations, which we will get into, like how w- the things that you went through in college and all of that, you know, just kind of like it was such a fun time, but it was also pretty toxic. And like the things that we partake in and in that environment, it's like it it gets you to this point where you're so far from like your highest self and like you're so far from believing in like your fullest potential. But all of that is so necessary into the version that we've become now. Your mess, your message, all that, it matters. That's so beautiful. I absolutely love that. And I feel like it plays such a big 
part, just that saying, the mess is your message. (laughs) I feel like it plays such a big part in both of our lives because thinking back on it, you know, that mess that we've gone through is exactly what's led us to where we are today, you know? Yeah. And, and just looking back and like the, I've said this to you before about how like when I was in that state and I think you might feel similar, uh, you think that that's just the best it'll get for you, you know? And, and that's part of college is amazing because you meet so many people and you're, you're, you're blessed enough to be able to receive that education. But it's like this culture of just, basically comparing yourself to everyone around you constantly and just preparing you for the nine to five life, which I think both of us have figured out that that's not the life that we want to live. And yeah, shows really how much, how deceiving it can be like from me just looking at you and you looking at me and not really knowing what we were dealing with on internally. It's just crazy. Yeah, it is totally crazy because I also think about how you were saying at that point in our lives, we kind of had this feeling of, and I mean, you said that you did, and I definitely can relate, is that feeling of, oh, like, this is it, you know, this is, this is college and something that I've really had to spend time reflecting on as I've gone through this personal journey or this journey of growth and kind of unraveling all of that toxicity from that environment. But something that I've come to realize is that throughout, I mean, probably starting in what, junior high through high school, you, depending on who you were surrounded by and like your upbringing, you know, at least for me, it's my my parents or you're always expected to go to that four-year college or then you hear, oh, college is the best time of your life and not to mention Wazoo, that party school, like (laughs) (laughs) the best school ever, like that's the best time of your life and then you graduate and you have to work a full-time job and then life's just gonna suck. (laughs) So it's like, I've really had to realize, you know, when I was in that environment, I believed that because that was the story that I'd been told all along. It's like, oh yeah, this is the best time of my life. (laughs) And it just really was a lie, a lie to myself. Yeah. Wow. That, I don't know, that totally brings back so many like feelings for me to just like, you, you definitely do get fed that like college is the best four years of your life and so you you just think that that's you're in it and then I remember things that I felt in conversations that we've had before it's like I felt so far from my truth and like I was constantly like trying to dress like everyone and look like everyone and do what everyone else was doing and you know, like spring break rolls around, you're like, well, I have to go to Cabo because everyone else is doing that. And like all, just literally everything is like, everyone's just cloned and like doing the same thing. And like, obviously it was fun, but I, I felt so lost. And I think like we both did. And like, we were both like just dealing with so much stuff. And it's like, this is the best, this is the best my life is going to get. Like, it's crazy. Totally. What it, what 
where when do you think like your spiritual journey began did it begin in college or where where do you think that you started to realize that like wait this is definitely not it like I have so much more potential oh yeah this is a (laughs) this is a great question um so I would say that I was pretty caught up in that story of seeking approval and validation and like you said trying to dress like other people whether it was I I wouldn't say it was actually conscious like subconsciously acting like other people or you know you just tend to follow the crowd and I really really was in that for I would say towards the end of junior year and So it was kind of most of college, given that our last year was spent in quarantine. But um, for me, at least, it was, there was an incident that happened and that it just doesn't even matter. But what happened is it showed the true colors of the people that maybe I had been surrounding myself with. And when I came to realize, like, I was so hurt inside that I was like blaming this person and blaming this person and blaming this person and blaming this person. And I could not see that what was actually happening was that I wasn't like accepting myself. I wasn't accepting Mm -hmm. of myself. And I had this moment of just like hitting rock bottom, kind of like, what, you know, like, what am I doing? doing here what is my purpose I don't understand and long story short I went home for Christmas break and then like it has to get better than this you know it literally it has to get better than this I don't know who I am I feel like I haven't found my people because that was another story that I was told for so long was that you find your people in college like those are your lifelong friends so I Like, I was always grasping onto that concept of, like, oh, these are my lifelong friends. Like, this is how it is. Because for me, at least, that's how it is for my parents. And so that's kind of, like, what I saw. But anyway, I'm like, I don't have this. And I just, I felt so lonely. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? And one day, (laughs) I was scrolling through Instagram of course. And there were yoga posts coming up and I had no idea what yoga was about, but all I knew is anytime I heard something about yoga or saw something about yoga, it seemed like those people were happy and relaxed. (laughs) 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 Yeah. And I, that, that's where I was. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want what they have. Like, they're, they look so relaxed and happy, and I just hadn't felt that in so long that, that I really realized that was the beginning of, of kind of this, even becoming aware of the spiritual realm and diving into that really big personal development session or like season, I would say, is rather because I got into yoga and for the first few classes, it was like a physical exercise class, you know, I was in there, I was doing the poses. I'm like, oh yeah, hot yoga. Like it's making me sweat. I'm getting a workout on very, very ego-based. And then it was about the fourth or fifth practice in 
that I had just a glimpse of what it felt like to be in full meditation. Oh. And, and that was when I had that moment. I was like, oh my gosh, I like, there's way more out there than me. And like, I am not my body. Cause I, I recognized in that moment that I was experiencing my body. And that was really what started my like, I'm like, whoa, what was that? You know? So, yeah. Wow. And, and it goes with also like yoga is a very, well, spiritual practice, but it's all like, it connects your mind with your body. And I think that like, when you were just talking, it made me think like, when you're so far outside of yourself and you're surrounded with people that aren't serving your higher self, you blame, you know, you look around, you're like, why is the, why am I attracting these people? And why, you know, everything is going wrong and I'm just in this toxic environment and da 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 and I'm not happy. And then you are introduced to like a practice that serves you, like for yoga, for you, it seems like it really clicked. And then you, you can kind of go into your body and you're like, I have control over my life and I have control over myself. And that's, that's so profound. Like that is definitely the beginning of like a spiritual journey. 100%. And I truly think that I like, (laughs) I say that yoga is what really changed my life. That was the beginning of embodiment practice, right? And like embodiment practice is literally, it can be anything, you know, dancing, yoga, even going on a walk, whatever serves you. But that practice of recognizing that you are a soul and your body is a vessel. Yeah. It was just like, wow, I never, ever been introduced to that or seen that at all which brings a whole other set of stories that we'll definitely have to talk about on another episode. But just like, then it brings in the struggle of like, okay, I like this, but do other people think it's weird? You know, like what are other people going to think that I'm doing yoga? So it was just a big learning journey. Yeah. And I think we can both relate when you finally get a glimpse of that world of like, okay, this isn't it. Like there's this whole other side of me that I have no idea about like we we play the blame game and we think like sorry we think life is happening to us and that you know you do go along with the story of like oh your parents said that you're gonna find your people in college so you better go do that right now and you're just like in this like very structured mindset like how how did that feel for you when you like discovered like your first feeling of like oh I just like meditated I just discovered like this whole new realm because like the spiritual world is is everything it encompasses everything and I think me and you can both agree on that but it can also be like very overwhelming, like, okay, where do I start? It's almost like you, you have to reintroduce yourself to yourself as like this person, like, okay, I'm going to start getting to know myself now and like really understand like why, you know, like 
the course of life that is happening around you? Like, how did you feel when you first started to like discover that side of yourself and like what shifted or like, did people leave your life or like, how did your life shift initially? Like when you first like discovered this new side of you? I know that's a pretty big question, but like you can start anywhere you like. (laughs) Oh yeah, this is, this is so good. This is juicy. (laughs) So what originally came to mind on that was I think about that moment when I first caught that glimpse of meditation and that, like I said, was the moment that I realized that I am not my body and like I am not that voice in my head because I feel as though for so long I had that real I had that feeling it's just like oh I'm Kylie I am a student I go to Washington State University it was just like very like this 3D which I identified with everything that had like come into my life in like a physical realm and it was really really interesting to think about like, wait a second, am I that? Like, who am I, you know? And something that you mentioned was when I realized, like when I had that split second of, oh, just because I've been told this is what is normal, that doesn't mean that it has to be normal. That was something that really created, I would say, the biggest shift because something that I found is that I identified a lot with my my family name, you know, like to be a Wyrick meant that like we did good in school and we were smart and we were successful and we did this and we did that. And obviously there's nothing against my parents, but it's just like, that's what I was told growing up, you know? And like, it's like, that was the expectation. And so it was so ingrained in me that when I had that realization of, wait a second, I have the ability to become the observer like of that self, it was truly eye-opening. And I would say that that was kind of the biggest shift was just simply noticing that I am the observer of everything that is happening. And so something that stood out to me was when you said in back in college, I totally, totally had the why me mentality, right? Like everything was just happening to me. And I having that separation made me realize that I was trying to control everything to be how I wanted it to be, to fit this ideal of who I thought I was. But the second that I was able to observe that and like release this identity and like you said, really get to know each other, like why do I think the things I think? Where did that come from? You know, why am I going to school to be a teacher? (laughs) (laughs) You can both relate on that. Yes, like, you know. All of the stories, I started to question everything that I had been told. Like, am I supposed to find my friends here? 
is a four-year college for me? And when I realized that I could question those things, and it might seem so simple, because to some people that might come so naturally, but it was just like this expectation, this story that I lived, the story of Kylie, a student who was going to college to become a teacher, you know? I thought that that's like who I was supposed to be. And I didn't ever, and I was like so caught up in the perfectionist mindset of seeking validation and approval. I was, I feared judgment, you know? And so I feel like recognizing that not only is that fear of judgment, like seeking validation, just me trying to please other people but it also made me realize that everybody else around me goes through the same thing totally and so especially with your with family like when you were talking about um your family name i think a lot of people deal with that and you know something that i dealt with that was very similar was i like And we talk about this a lot, how you have this thing that you say you're going to do and you're setting out to do. I'm going to go to school to be a teacher. And, you know, for me, that was, I'm going to go to school to be a nurse. And you feel like even when you're in that and you're like, oh, like, I kind of am feeling like this isn't right for me. And like, this isn't aligning with like the the trajectory that I want my life to go, but you feel like you have to follow through with it. And especially at a four year school, it's like, like otherwise you're a college dropout. And then that's, there's right. a connotation with that. It's like, we are programmed to think that we, that you have to follow through and, and do the things that you say that you're going to do. And it's like, yeah, when, when you left college, it was like, you, you're like, wait, I want to be an entrepreneur. Like what? Like this, I don't want to be a teacher anymore. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah. And it's questioning those beliefs that we've been programmed for so long. Or, you know, like you said, your journey of going to school to be a nurse and actually like going to nursing school just to, you know, like really find out your true self and discover within yourself what you want, what your soul wants, not what's going to please other people. Like it's that that is just so, so powerful. And it's just kind of reminding me of everything we've talked about with like the role of the, like the, how masculine everything was. Totally. You know, those energies. Totally. And I, I, I knew we were going to like touch on the masculine and feminine energies. And we both um, have talked about multiple times about how masculine college is, just the energies. And so I just wanted to like ask you, do you think you could give our beautiful audience like a quick little definition of, of like the masculine versus feminine energies because it like the masculine energy perfectly encompasses like a four-year college and like do what you need to do and stuff like that so if you want to just like explain your version of the masculine energy yeah oh I love that so when I think of the masculine and feminine energy I think of balance I think of like yin and yang light and dark you know masculine and feminine they're opposites that balance each other out and these are 
forces of energy that play a role in all areas of our life and like nature, you know, we see them everywhere. And so masculine is like that really structured, organized, go, go, go. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to study. I'm going to get good grades. I'm going to graduate and get a job, like work nine to five. And this is it, you know, whereas the feminine energy is kind of bringing in more of that flow and the intuitiveness, which is something that you and I have been tapping into so much lately. Mm-hmm. And I guess like kind of bringing that example into what we're talking about, you know, you and I experienced that divine feminine when we were able to take a step back and be like, wait a second, you know, what do I want? And like taking that minute to listen to your body, trusting, putting your faith out in the universe, you know, more like go with the flow. And so just kind of like yin and yang, you know, when those energies come together, you do have a nice balance, but that balance was just not there in college. (laughs) Yeah. How do you think like you found balance? Like, how do you do that? You know, because it's like the masculine and feminine, they're seen so beautifully and equally in nature because it's like nature gets shit done like no one is out there telling the trees to grow and no one's out there telling the flowers to bloom in the spring and so it's like they know what's up they know how to you know give and take but then it's also such a feminine like act of a flower to bloom at at the pace that it naturally blooms. And it's like, how do we find that balance? Ooh, yeah. I feel like, you know, that's such a cute analogy, kind of thinking of us as flowers, you know? Like when you plant a flower, you put the dirt in the pot and you do this masculine work of, you know, you get the potting soil, you dig the little hole, you like, what is it? You mush the roots together (laughs) and then plant it okay (laughs) this is planting 101 (laughs) this is gardening class (laughs) I love so much so it's like that's the masculine like the structure the skeleton of how to get shit done But then the feminine just takes place in like such divine timing. And it's that whole thing, like when nature calls and same thing with like, (laughs) wait, when When nature calls, I was going to say when nature calls, (laughs) isn't that a saying to like, I have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Okay. But I understood what you were saying. Um, okay, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I think, you know, like where I was trying to go with that is that, like, nature. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't look at you right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, okay. <sighs> What I've been trying to say is that nature comes. 
<laughs> sister. <laughs> uh, everything happens in divine timing, you know, like Molly said, the flower is going to bloom at the most perfect time. The trees are going to grow at the most perfect time. And there's no like outside forces that can make that happen, but it's the intuition of the flower, just like us, you know? Yes. <laughs> I'll never forget that analogy. <laughs> I feel like what I'm what I'm thinking of right now is like you have such a beautiful balance I feel like between your masculine and feminine energies like what you're doing now like is is finding the balance and like another thing with like your mess is your message it's like you had to go through all of that in college and like the confusion and the I guess just like massive confusion like is this how my life is supposed to be is this as good as it's gonna get to get you to this point to embark on the journey to self-discovery because that is that was like laying down it was like silently laying down this foundation like okay the universe is like Kylie needs to go through all of this to kind of break her down to like a raw form and so you're able to like have the tools to do what you're doing now because like what you're doing now is like maybe you can tell the people but like you're starting this like spiritually aligned business for yourself and that being an entrepreneur like you have to be in your masculine energy because you need to get stuff done and you need to like have structure because no one's going to come do that for your, you. And then, but you also have to like remember and remain in this like feminine flow because you have to, you know, take a step back sometimes and like release control over things. So I just think like going through all of that in college has like laid the groundwork for what you're doing right now. And like, I just wish we could have almost like gone back to our college selves and even like before then and just, you know, said, it's okay. This is not the best that's yet to come. Like this is laying the groundwork for the rest of your life. And I feel like, yeah, it's like, what would you give your, what advice would you give your past self in college? You don't want to erase those um, experiences because they've brought you to this point, but it's like, don't you wish your higher self, which is you now, would have just come down and been like, just wait. Just, oh, just yeah. Release control. Be patient. Like, what would you tell yourself? Yeah, this is a good one. Oh, the things I would do to just drop little downloads in the mind right. of College Kai. And what I think that it it truly comes down to is accept yourself because when I think back to so much of the stress that I was putting myself through 
it it really like through and this wasn't just a discovery that happened overnight like you know this is going on two and a half years of like i'm just like uncovering this stuff but what it comes down to is seeking approval seeking validation and trying to live up to this version of me that i thought i was supposed to be mm -hmm. and if i could just go back and remember to accept myself for like how I am in that present moment it would have changed a lot and I think that you know it would have changed the whole trajectory of my college experience like from you know maybe even being in a sorority to the people that I surrounded myself with the activities that I took place in the voices like the outside voices that I let dictate who I was it just you know like you said it's amazing that I went through that experience because it really really did break me down the masculine and the go 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 mm -hmm. and seeking approval it, it just broke me down to the point that I mentioned towards the beginning of the episode that I was like there has to be something there has to be something out there, you know, and I cannot figure it out. And yoga was that kind of that key that opened the door to this like higher consciousness and deeper awareness of like who I am, the role that I have here and the role that everybody else has here as we're really all just trying to figure out what we're doing, you know? Mm -hmm. And what's crazy is that some people go like <clears throat> their entire lives without being willing to be you know broken down to their raw form and like discovering who they are like I'm just imagining so you got your teaching degree and then you started to you started to teach still like this is recent stuff and it's like yeah that's what a lot of people do. And I think this goes, this is a little side note, like this is part of the reason why I think we both like started podcasts and we both have the platforms that we do is because we have so much like, you know, everything we do and we learn and we discover, like we're like, wait, like anyone can do this. Like, what what are we all doing here like we are all trying to figure it out and it's like some people go their entire lives like pretend like you just you didn't have this like awakening and you were teaching and you were just in this life of forever you know seeking approval from other people and doing what you thought you were supposed to be doing because that is literally what people do their entire lives it's like they have these mundane lives where like the most exciting thing is like drinking on the weekends and to me Ugh. that's just not it like, no it is not it like you know going through your entire life still just always believing that oh, this is this is the best it's gonna get you know like getting drunk on the weekends and like spending your money at bars and then working at nine to five like it's like the power we have is insane and when 
you just like open your brain a little bit and you're like, wait, is this my highest potential? Like, can we talk about that for a second? Like, you know, you unlock your power. Like, look at you now. You're Um, amazing. Oh, I appreciate you. And you, you have so like, you said that so perfectly in that you unlock this power that you just didn't like, we don't even know that we're capable of it because we have these blinders on of society telling us what to do. You know, it's just like, and it's scary, right? Because it's uncomfortable and thinking about challenging the stories of other people. It's, that's scary. That's really, you know, like I'll use my situation as an example. Like imagine how many friends and family friends and my grandparents, my aunts, my uncles, my cousins, like knew that I was going to college to become a teacher, you know, like I didn't want to let them down. I didn't like, that was just like the scariest thing ever. But you have to, you have to, have to, have to go through those experiences and come out on the other side. Mm-hmm. I think too, there's, there's something else that's coming up and you, you mentioned how it's like you discover this true you, you discover this truth and there's, it opens up your mind to this whole new realm. And it reminded me to say too, that it's not that it's not like that's just a destination. It's like, oh, my brain's open and now I'm aware. It's like, no, opening your brain and becoming aware is a constant process of like, okay, you become more aware and then you crash. And it's like, okay, what am I supposed to learn? What am I supposed to learn? Like universe, please, what am I supposed to learn? And then you learn and you rise above it, you rise above it and then something challenges you and you crash. So it's not like, this destination that you reach, but it's really learning to overcome life as it presents itself to you, which not to throw you on the spot, but Molly, this is something that you're experiencing like currently, right? And kind of coming out on the other side of right now. Yeah. Like you just get better at life. With each new thing that comes, you know? Yeah. And you, you just get you you realize that you know when something gets thrown your way you're you're automatically like you attune to your experiences and like you you have this clear picture of how beneficial like hardships and challenges were in the past and you automatically are like when something gets thrown at you it's like what is this teaching me and you accept it and you embrace it and like you don't think that life is happening to you anymore. Mm, yes. It's happening for you. And I think like that was something that it took me a long time to really understand that. But um, it made me also realize like the when you do the work and you allow those experiences to come in, like your life get so much more like juicy like when you just allow you know because I feel like people that don't you know they just like 
break down when things happen to them and they they don't have the tools and the capacity because they you know they're just like blaming life for happening to them like it's a it's a constant cycle where you just don't you don't know yourself i guess what i'm trying to say is like you get to know yourself better and better and better and what i wanted to say about like your whole experience with like graduating and realizing like oh my god like you realize how much um validation you rely on from your family and i i had this new some i read this somewhere but it was like this new perspective and it was like um when you realize that the things that you seek you know the validation you seek from other people it's just so they can like label you better or like you can have a easier time perceiving you like kylie she's gonna be a teacher like that's what people know you as you know or kylie's gonna do yoga and now she's a yogi it's like all these things that you do just make it easier for people to like live with something and when you picture it as that like ever since i've started with that, i'm like i don't care if sally sue or whoever my grandpa or whoever it is has a hard time putting this label on me if they're confused like that does not matter you know like you can leave that pre-existing label that people have on you because it's like it doesn't matter if they have a hard time understanding what you're doing it does not matter like what matters is what brings you actual joy and like i think that's why i think we both get so like radically passionate about this is because it's like so many people go through their lives not changing anything and like we both talk about how we have so many things that we're passionate about and we're so multifaceted and a lot of people think that that would be inconsistency or like not sticking with something or not following through with something but really it's just like we have a zest for life and we have like this curiosity that is just so incredibly like you know amazing and it allows like life to just evolve and you don't need to stick with the labels and you don't need to stick with one thing you're doing like if you wanted to do yoga and teach yoga for a while and then you wanted to go study ayurveda in india like go do that you know what i mean like the curiosity of life is like why we're here we're here to learn and connect and explore our multifaceted being that we're experiencing and like think about how much like just more more passion that you have for life now that you just like screwed everyone else and you're like what do i want like what does kylie want like it doesn't matter if you like just did four years of college for this degree like I did too and like I am the happiest I've ever been because I ditched the norm and ditched what people thought I should be doing like it brings so much zest and like interesting you know like days that don't all blend into each other you know it keeps like, us young. Keeps us young. And like, yeah, like you said earlier, some days are not as good. 
or like each day is a complete blessing, but like some days aren't as like vibrant and alive and happy and we're not always happy. But like when you, when you just do the work and you like, you know, escape this like matrix, like life gets better. And like, I, I want that for every single person on this entire planet because it's like entirely possible to like live out your dream. You just have to be like, what do I want? Yes. Oh my gosh. I want to scream it from the rooftops. <laughs> it is. It is so, so, so possible to truly, truly, truly break out of the programmed beliefs, whether it's from your childhood, whether it's from society, like whether it's from the sports that you played when you were younger, like it is so possible to drop that and like rewrite your story. Like, you know, things. Quite, oh my gosh. Oh my god. Mm. Oh <laughs> yeah. Like that could be an entire hour-long conversation. Entire. Oh totally. Just unquestioning everything you've been told. Like really and, and figure that out for yourself. What is your truth? Mm-hmm. You know and something that I want to say too about the labels. Something with me specifically. You know my family. First of all I didn't grow up in a religious family, which is totally fine, but I never had that connection to spirit in any way. And so especially me like diving into this realm, you know, I was presented with the like, oh, don't go getting all woo-woo on us. Yeah. And that's something where for so long I was like, okay, like, okay. And I held that within. And I was like, I'm, I started hiding things, right? I felt like I couldn't be myself because I was so like seeking that approval. But when I was able to let that go and be like, wait a second, I am woo woo, whatever that means in their eyes, because it's different in my eyes, you know, but like, oh, I am. And that's okay. And like being so knowing in your truth that nobody, like the outside factors don't even matter because you're just like, you know it and you know that the universe has this plan for you and it's all going to work out as it should. Oh my God, yes. And you like connect with something higher than you, like your higher self, whatever that is for people. I think it's the most beautiful thing in the world because it can be called God. It can be called universe. It can be called spirit. It can be it is you, like you, we are all beings from the same source energy, and like, yeah, you find that, and that is so beautiful, like, how did you, how did you originally start connecting with that side of yourself, like, or I know we, we both call it, like, universe and spirit and stuff, like, right, when it, how did you feel, like, how did you originally start to connect, because I feel like that's, for me, it started with like meditation and I was like, oh, I literally feel like I'm outside of my body right now. Like there has to be something at higher, and you know, that's working at a higher frequency than just me right now. Like how did you discover that? Yeah. Okay. So I have two stories that I feel play a role into this. And the first is like when I was aware of the idea, it was like, okay, there's something bigger, there's something greater out there. And I was just reading personal development book upon personal development book. And I really had come to understand this idea that everything happens for me. 
And that was the first glimpse that I had into the universe having my back because, or source, God having my back because that helped me recognize that nothing was happening to me, but anything that I encountered, like whether it was a person, a place, a thing, a situation, I was able to be like, oh, what is the universe trying to teach me here? And so then instead of spiraling into this, like, why me anxiety, like anxious driven panic attack, I was then able to be like, oh my gosh, like, okay, like I'm feeling really anxious, but like, wow, I wonder what I'm going to learn from this. And so that was kind of my first, like, you know, everything is teaching me something. And like, I can relate to everything to the point where, you know, I was, (laughs) this is so cliche, I feel. But last night I was standing out on the deck and there was this really big gray cloud and it was just sitting. And then I noticed that the wind started to blow. And after some time, the cloud was like slowly drifting away. And I literally just had this moment of pure bliss where I was like, like everything will pass. Like the universe works in such amazing ways. And I was like, wow, like that was such a dark cloud. And then the wind was just like, okay, like time to go. And it like literally blew it along. And I was just like, it was one of those moments where I was like, wow, that happens with us, you know? And then that was like the first, like, that was like something big too. But then I like to think of the other side of things that might get a little bit deeper. And that is, I had an experience when I was like saging and Palo Santoing my room. I was listening to music at like 432 hertz and it was it was titled like dna chakra healing music and i was like oh yeah this will be fun type of thing you know i got into and it always happens when you're not trying i feel like but i got into such a deep meditation that i was seeing like you know like sacred geometry and fractals and like things in my mind And I felt like I had that first direct download from spirit that was like, it literally was like, we are here, like we are here. And I was like, whoa, you know? And so it was something that I feel like after just knowing and like believing, believing so much, I'm like, okay, there's something supporting me. There's something out there that's greater than me. Then it finally kind of showed itself through, you know? So I feel like it was never, ever doubting that anything wasn't happening for me oh my god I love that it made me think of um the Saad de Simone I think you might be familiar with him yes yep brilliant brilliant but he says that same thing that you said like he's like when you look up at the sky and it's a blue sky and there's one cloud you know, one dark storm cloud that, you know, comes and goes. Like, do you look up at the sky on a blue sky day and see that one cloud and you're like, oh, this, this day, it's so cloudy. And, you know, like the whole, it just sucks. The weather sucks. Like you don't get the entire sky off of one cloud. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. And that, Something I kind of want to add on there too is, and this is similar but different, but same with not letting one incident 
define your day, you know, I think using the people, the places, the things around you, using everything as a mirror to learn about yourself is so, so crucial. And I feel like such a big, important part of understanding how things happen to you. Um, and this, an example that I like to give is like when somebody flips you off in traffic, like cuts you off and then like flips you off. Are you just like, oh my God, that person sucks. Like how rude of them, how dare they? And then the whole way to work, you're just sitting on this and like you're so frustrated and angry at this one person that it ruins your day. Or does that person cut you off and they flip you off and you're like, wow, like someone's having a rough morning. You know, I really hope that their day gets better. And then you turn up the music and you start jamming and you let the moment pass, you know? I think that observing how you respond, and I say respond rather than react to things, is such a big part of discovering your authentic self and kind of even getting into that exploration of the concept of oneness that we've talked about. Oh my gosh, yes, yes. There's so much coming to my brain right now, and I honestly right now will tell you we must do an entire separate episode on how everything is a mirror because I really, really could talk about that for a million hours. Like that is such an insane topic, but I wanted to ask you another thing. It's like when I first started um, connecting with myself more, it, it automatically makes you like, realize that there's something you know spirit or universe and I remember kind of still like I have little gaps in my like day-to-day life where I don't feel as connected or I I feel like it's hard to connect or like it's hard to meditate or something like I wonder if people I'm I'm sure people are always you know ask wondering the same thing like when I feel disconnected or if people are seeking something more than themselves, but they, you know, sit on their bed and they're like, all right, I'm going to try and meditate. And it's like, it's hard to do that. And it's like, when I first started hearing about people talking about spirit guides, I'm like, where's mine? Yeah. Um, Hey girls or guys or whoever, like, who are they? Like, I still have trouble connecting and I have days where I feel so connected and days or weeks at a time, like that I feel so incredibly disconnected that I feel like that hollow, almost like I have no idea what I'm doing because I, I have, I don't know how to call upon something right now. Like, it's really hard. Like how can people connect with their like higher selves or like spirit or their spirit guides or like how do you do that and I know it's such a like dense question but like how do you do that because I I feel like if I was listening to this podcast and I would be like oh my gosh just ask her like how do we connect like that's like the main thing is like there's this whole world out there past our 3d selves there's a whole nother you know, dimension that we can, we have access to that gives us like insight and connects us more with our intuition. But it's like, how do you connect with that? How do you start? 
you know? Wow. Yeah. So this would be another great episode, simply touching on like the chakra systems within the body. Um, but for me, connecting with my higher self truly, truly started through yoga. And that was when, gosh, this is so, I could go so in depth with this. Um, connecting with my higher self was originally through yoga, right? When I got that glimpse into the universe. And then I had this glimpse of what I like to say, you could say like nothingness, but I like to say no thingness, just like no thing, you know, that's what nothing is. Um, but you reach this space of, this sounds so cliche, but it's like true love and understanding of meeting your body for where it was at. So for me, it's like I was holding, I would be holding a yoga pose or to this day, this is how I connect to spirit, like in an instant is doing yoga and I'm, I'm holding a pose, right? And then the brain starts to come in. It's like, oh, your legs hurt, like your body hurts, all the sorts. And it's like, I'm telling myself and I'm, I'm slowly like coming back to my breath, coming back to my body and I'm reminding myself, no, it doesn't. That's the voice, like my ego, that's the voice in my head. It's telling me that my legs hurt. It's telling me to give up. It's telling me that I'm this, that's not me. I continue to like quiet that voice and I return to my breath. So it's literally like inhaling through the nose, exhaling out of the mouth and then continuing that breath because the more that you pay attention to your breath, the more that you're quite literally moving the energy within your body and you're able to then raise that vibration and become aware of something so much bigger than yourself when you realize that everything every little voice in your head is just the ego that's just your subconscious mm. so embodying that universal like love for my body while i'm in yoga was such and is such a big part of how i connect to source and i thought too for the longest time like oh, you have to meditate and meditating means sitting there quietly and there's nothing going on in your brain. But I also think it's important to note that there's no right way, you know, like meditation can look like sitting quietly. Meditation can look like walking. Meditation can look like running. Just getting to a space where you're quieting the chatter in the brain so that you just, you're being, right? It's just you. It's just your being you're in your body and you're letting like any thoughts that come through, you're imagining them passing through your head as a cloud. Like just as a cloud passes by, you practice non-attachment to the things that come into your brain until you're eventually in silence. And you're so, 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 so within your body that it's then you're able to receive almost like little secrets, you know, like little like whispers from the universe. And I find that another big way can I connect to sources simply through nature, you know, picking up on those messages, like I said, from the cloud, um, you know, paying attention to, I heard somebody say, this has stuck with me since, but we don't look at a butterfly and think, ew, like that's an ugly blue and like judge it, right? 
and like Molly said, we are just the same pure loving energy and pure loving awareness that butterflies are made out of. So why would we look at ourselves and like judge ourselves for that? And like really trying to, if you look at any other living being on the planet, what differentiates them from us is our ego. Mm -hmm. So the focus is like, how can you eliminate the ego, quiet the chatter in your brain so that you can truly receive the messages from like within, you know? And I find like a lot of this, like working with a coach is so beneficial just to like, obviously have someone to feed ideas off of, but it's just that constant surrender. Yeah, that was a beautiful question. You, I just like witnessed this like flow of you right now. You are beautiful. You're sitting there like just, I feel like connected, you know, with your eyes Just like having this like downloaded information that's just like pure wisdom. Like I love the example of nature because – I can't remember what I said this on, but I know I've said this before, but same thing with like the butterflies. You sit at like a beautiful rushing river and you're not like, I wish I was at a lake. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. you just look at the river and you're like, wow, this is beautiful. It just flows. And like same thing we were talking about way earlier. It's like no one is out there telling it to flow and no one's wishing it was flowing the other way, you know, like it has this balance of energy and it just is, and it just exists. And I think we are allowed to do that. And a big part of finding source energy and like spirit for me is releasing control. Like whenever I'm in this energy of like, oh, I need to do this. I need to do this. I Like, why haven't I done this? Or why am I not successful? And da, da, da. Like when I feel the days where I just release control, like messages come through so clearly. And, and for a lot of people, I think like meditation can be very intimidating because it's like you sit down and what if you can't quiet your mind? Am I just not the kind of person that should be able to meditate. Like I used to think that, and it's totally feasible to do on a walk or when you're journaling or when you're drawing or writing or eating or making dinner, you know what I mean? Like, um, I think the easiest example, like we can give people to begin finding a space where they can get into a meditative state is like, like the book, the untethered soul, like I'm reading and you've read, it's like, you see this voice in your head as like a roommate and you have like the ability to turn it off and turn it on. And it's like choosing being like, no, I'm not listening to that right now. Yeah. Something that a tip that I was given I love that you brought this up was to name that voice in your head, Mm -hmm. name that voice because it's not you create that separation and just like know that you don't have to listen to it. Yeah. And be an observer. Yeah. And something also that just kind of came through because we've been talking about connecting to spirit through just like 
quieting the brain but I think that there's also so many signs like you know if you're into angel numbers and Mm -hmm. just like the synchronicities of life if you look around and your your brain is the chatter is quieted enough that you're you can receive the messages they're truly all over and they're like guiding you right oh you're in the right spot or you're not in the right spot right now you know and that's how you just continue to evolve with each new thing. And that's the importance of staying present in the moment and not worrying about what's going to come or what's already happened, you know? I love that. And dancing, I think that's something I've discovered in the past, like, month or something. Like, I, it goes, it goes really well with, like, the things that I've personally been through. It's like I've had terrible body dysmorphia and just like very very low confidence in myself and just self just hate and judgment and comparison which a lot of women and men go through and so it's like I know I'm not the only one but I was having trouble meditating the past few weeks because like my mind was, I, I was sick and I was in my bed and I was just like beating myself up and, you know, like, why am I not doing enough? And I, you know, was like, if I eat, you know, I don't, I can't move around and like get that energy flowing. So like, I'm not hungry. It was just like this toxic cycle, but I started to dance and just turn on a song and I would just dance to it. And it made me in, it made me in this meditative state because I was like, not thinking about anything else, not really thinking about my body moving. I was just like existing. And that can be meditation for, that can be how like someone can start their meditation journey. It's like, or just like finding bliss and like, my why I brought up that example is because it's like a lot of women deal with like um being so inside their body and in this 3d world that it's like they can't feel like they can't connect because they're so in that 3d body but when you dance it's like oh my god my body is literally giving me the ability to dance right now and you just get this little glimpse of appreciation on like a different level for like your body. And like, that's something that's super important in like this journey of finding self is like, you can't just spiritually bypass all of this stuff and go straight to discovering source and finding source because you still have all of this shit to deal with in like your 3d world. And like, that's something super important. It's like, you have to pay attention to your physical body first. And that's something that might help people. It's like, what are you doing on a daily basis to honor your physical vessel? Because that it, it starts with the, the lower chakras and goes up. You can't just bypass it and go to your third eye. It's like, you have to feel grounded and centered and aware of your surroundings, and then you can become an observer. You can quiet the chatter in your mind because you're like, okay, this is just my body. I'm an observer of my body and an observer of my thoughts. I mean, and then you can keep di- like ascending. You know what I mean? I love how you put that into perspective. Yeah. yeah. 
<clears throat> it is. It's like little stepping stones with each yeah. new thing. And I, I love that, again, you just, you're bringing up that it's not a one size fits all. It's not, um, you know, here's steps one through 10 on reaching freedom. You know, it is so individual and <laughs> bio individual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we truly are. We're all so unique and it's just honoring your body and your experience and, yeah, I love that you brought up dancing too, because, you know, dancing is another thing that connects me immediately to source. And I find that's kind of similar to yoga. It's that same idea of like, let's get into the physical body before we even begin to explore or like get into somewhere else, you know, and it, it is like, you can't tell me, even if it's not dancing, because I'll tell you firsthand, I cannot dance as in like I would never be someone you would you would see like I use this as an example one time but like in college I was never that girl on the dance floor like breaking it down you know like I, <laughs> I probably but, was but <laughs> to each their own no I'm kidding <laughs> but now it's like dancing alone and you, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, oh, I don't dance, like I'm not a dancer, stand up and start jumping and just like shake your body. There's something that's, it sounds so silly. It's literally called shaking, but shake your body, jump up and down and tell me that you don't start laughing and just experience pure bliss because like, what the hell are you doing? You're just jumping and like stagnant energy, like being released and being able to circulate through your body. Yes. Like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I love it. Dance. So powerful. So powerful. There's, there's an infinite amount of ways that we can connect with our higher selves. And something I also like to remember or remind myself is that we are our higher selves right now. And when we talk about that, it's like, when I say like, oh, our higher selves, we're trying to connect with, it's like this version that I see as like a part of my destiny. Like I am capable of being as successful as I possibly can or as abundant and attracting money or all of that stuff. But then another thing to remember is like, we are our higher selves right now. It's all about like tapping into that energy because it's at our disposal and like it's all coming like this whole conversation is coming back just to like getting to know yourself again remembering because we were born perfect humans we were born perfect and we just forget because we're conditioned and then you get so far outside of your body especially when you're in that like society that's just telling you like Kylie do this Kylie you're, you're gonna finish your degree right Kylie you're a teacher now okay that's that's what you are it's like you were programmed to you know not question things and then when you start to question things this whole world opens up and you see your potential and then it becomes like your full-time job 
which is the best job that I could ever imagine is like your full-time job becomes attempting and succeeding to connect with your higher self. And then the doors, just the floodgates, just you open the floodgates. Mm. I love that ourselves. it is. And I love that you connected that back to like your full-time job becomes meeting and like further becoming your higher self I, it just I want to reiterate again over and over and over that your highest self is already within you this is yes. not like this is not some external person that you're striving to become it's just like it's you it's, it's you. you and anything that you envision is is yours you know like anything that you could possibly imagine is a part of your destiny for a reason because it is on your divine path and it's it's all about reintroducing yourself to yourself and being okay with taking time to discover and remember full potential and remember just remember everything that we're here or rediscover what we're here to remember yes oh my gosh I I love you like I feel so much flow and and energy literally through my computer like full oh, yeah. pills multiple times and I am so excited because I feel like I I obviously said this before when we first started but I feel so grateful for our friendship and I also feel so grateful because these are our conversations all the time and I said this to you a while ago it was like we need to start recording these conversations because these are like honestly some of our normal FaceTime calls and that is yes. really like such a powerful beautiful sacred gift is to have a friend like that you can go this deep with and I'm so happy for all of the things that we covered today. And I'm just like so grateful that both of our audiences will be able to hear the divine wisdom coming through both of us. Oh, I know. I feel so, so, so grateful to have you in my life in this, in this stage, in the phase that we're in now <laughs> as we are. I like, like you said, it just, it feels so good to have that person that can relay on this level. And it just is like yeah. so amazing. And I can't wait to have you on my podcast and open up again about, I mean, this isn't the end. We're going to have so many episodes. I'm so excited. <laughs> excited. Um, but yeah, this is definitely the first of many. And I just want to thank you for sharing this space with me. I appreciate every ounce of your being oh, so thank grateful. you for holding it and opening it up yeah um we i i've had multiple ideas for episodes to come and so i want everyone that's listening to stay tuned for just episodes to come i won't even say part two because it's going to be part three part four part five episodes in the future stay tuned for molly and kylie's little gig that's going on right now so yeah thank you and i will talk to you so soon sounds good thank you and i send you so much love Mwah. bye girlfriend